Hello everybody and welcome to this week's In My Mug. Uh, this week we're off to Ethiopia, um, to a region we haven't been to for around about 11 years. So hello everybody, um, you join me here in Abisko. Abisko is a uh, hiking area, mountain area in northern Sweden, uh, within the um, Arctic Circle and also um, part of a national park uh, on the border of Norway. Um, pretty much doesn't get dark here very much. Um, we have turned from midsummer into uh, going towards winter now, so it has started to go the other way. But during midsummer, it never goes dark, and I actually haven't seen it dark here. Um, I was up at half past one the other night, and it still isn't dark. Why am I here? Well, I'm on vacation, sensible vacation. Uh, lots of... Um, social distancing lots of outside walking with nobody else around um so we i am being sensible so you know th that's what i encourage you all to do if you are out and about and i'm actually coming back to england next week so we're going to get a couple of isolation ones next week while i'm back in quarantine because i need to come home and see family and friends and uh, all of those things so um that's why i'm here um, the coffee that we've got this week is from Ethiopia and it's, it's from north of Addis, which is a very unusual place um, to find. Um, well, it's not unusual to find good coffee, but you just don't see so many great samples from there. They're not perhaps as good as marketed themselves as Yergachev and Sadamo are. Um, and that's something that we're going to try and address with, uh, with this week's coffee. Um, I'm going to hand you over to Virtual Steve and then the tasting is going to happen uh, on a hike that I had yesterday. I had massive recording issues, um, but I really wanted to keep it in because I think it just captured, you know, kind of how out there and different it is here. Uh, and, you know, I've been trying to do a little bit of that while I've been um, uh, kind of in Sweden, showing you some different parts of it. So, um, yeah, the tasting is a little bit broken and a little bit not quite so right footage, but um, we'll do what we can to share that with you. So over to Virtual Steve to tell us all about this week's coffee. Thanks, Steve. It looks really awesome where you are. I wish I was there too, but unfortunately I'm still here and uh, here to share information about this week's coffee. So this week's coffee is called Ethiopian Ayu Natural. Um, we've seen lots of exciting coffees come from Ethiopia, but as varied as they are, they often come from a very small region, either Yergachev or Sadamo in the south. The coffees produced there are absolutely fantastic and really deserve all of the plaudits that they get. You've also got Harar to the east that produces great coffee and Gimbi in the west, which is also pretty awesome. Um, but we're really excited to share with you this coffee from the Am Amara region in northern Ethiopia. It's actually not the first time that we've had coffee from this region. For those with a long memory, we had Lake Tanana Natural way back in 2009. However, we haven't seen anything since, and this one is really good that we're able to share with you. Ayaya is actually a 500 hectare single estate farm, which is so unusual for Ethiopia. Um, it's situated at 1,750 metres above sea level and is western, in the western Gorma area, whose northern border is Lake Tana. It's also an unusual varietal for Ethiopia, K7. This is a varietal that we've seen lots of planting in Tanzania or Kenya. Um, Kariga has a little bit of K7 that we're very familiar with here. Uh, and it was originally released in Kenya in 1936 after being picked out of the famous French Mission Selective Programme at Scott Labs. 
This coffee was dried slowly in, a, on a sun, uh, in the sun on a raised African bed for 18 days, turned often to ensure that the drying um, prevented any moulding or over-fermentation. So the country is Ethiopia. It's from the Amara Western Goyam region. The farm is called Ayaya. It is a 500 hectare K1 varietal, uh, naturally dried in the sun on raised African beds for 18 days, uh, an altitude of 1,750 metres above sea level. Now, I believe Steve has got further up the mountain and he's ready to do the tasting. So over to you, real Steve. <laughs> okay, so I think this is the furthest north that I've ever brewed coffee. So we'll see how this goes. Uh, there's no scales today, funnily enough. There wasn't any room in the rucksack for the scales. Um, so that wasn't going to happen. But the Chemex um, vacuum flask goes with me everywhere. So put the filter in there and then camera person can you just do a little side swoop to over there just to the way we're actually doing all of this and uh, pretty awesome like snow in July how weird is that okay so we've had our brew time Let's hope that this doesn't ruin, because we have one filter paper, one shot, one go. If you had one shot. <laughs> one opportunity. <laughs> so, this is great, isn't it? It's very entertaining watching me push down an Aeropress. They should make a competition for this. It would be amazing. So those views are pretty amazing, but let's get into the tasting. So this is unusual, it's not your normal Ethiopian. There's a little bit of like treacle, um, a little bit of like a dried mango flavour to it, um, dark chocolate, not really what I would expect from a natural. There's a little bit of booziness there, there's a little bit of dried fruit, but it's mainly dominated by that caramel and dark chocolate flavours. It is fantastic. <laughs> Thank you for joining me. Um, yeah, there is, uh, there is never bad weather, only the wrong clothes. And do remember, life is too short for bad coffee.